From content campaign wins to growth marketing techniques to discussions about the future of B2B content marketing, the content marketing leaders who've joined me during season one of B2B Content Strategist have shared a lot of brilliant insights and advice. Keep listening as we take a look back at some of the top takeaways. Hello and welcome back to B2B Content Strategist and this is the final episode of season one. I'm your host Amy Woods, founder of content repurposing agency Content 10X and I'm really pleased that you're joining me here today. Now this episode is a little bit different as we're going to look back over some of the key topics that have come up during the season. Now I've had the pleasure of speaking to eight very different content marketing leaders in the B2B technology space and each conversation has been really, really insightful. So I wanted us to revisit some of the highlights together. Now, if you haven't already listened into the individual episodes, I really do recommend checking them out. They're all about 30 minutes long, so it's definitely a bingeable season. But for now, keep listening for a taster of each discussion. Now, one of the things I really wanted to shine a light on with B2B Content Strategist podcast was the similarities and differences between content marketing strategies in similar but different organisations. And I think one thing that's really shone through in this podcast episode season is that no marketing team looks the same. Some brands have really slimmed down teams that rely heavily on outsourcing and partnerships to create an effective content marketing process, while other Others have huge in-house teams, but despite the differences in resources, all marketing leaders I've spoken to and their teams have achieved some incredible content feats. Now take Vidyard for example, they have an internal marketing team of 30 people and use their extra capacity to experiment with new content avenues. Here's Vidyard's VP of Marketing, Tyler Lassard, talking about their latest thought leadership initiative. As part of our, our, our sales feed network, we went from zero to, we're just about to crest 40,000 TikTok followers on our sales feed TikTok account. And it's called sales feed, right? Like it's very clearly about sales and all mm-hmm. of our posts are, you know, hashtagging sales tips, sales advice, those sorts of topics. And so if, honestly, I was even surprised at how quickly we built an audience of people who are clearly engaging in sales related content. So those people are there. But the thing that I've actually enjoyed the most about getting active on TikTok as a brand is it's been a forcing function to think about how do we create these micro bursts of content where your goal isn't even just to get people to watch it all the way to the end. Your goal is to actually create something that somebody will watch three times or four times over and over. And that's an interesting challenge to think about. Go, wow, that's a really neat dynamic. Uh, And it does kind of really push you out of your comfort zone and think, what would I do in that world where everything I make is going to be, you know, less than a minute. And my goal is to get somebody to watch it three times, not just once. That's when you get really sharpened, really sharpen your content knives. But not all teams are fortunate enough to have extra in-house capacity. So what's the solution if you have big content dreams? For Sarah Sower, Head of Marketing and Communications at DMB Audio Technic, the answer lies in smart investment and forward planning. Now here's how Sarah's agile team of two use a slick repurposing strategy to transform one ebook interview into a whole suite of content. We needed some original content. So we did a video interview, a Zoom interview 
which we recorded. We gave the recording to the guys who were making the ebook and they wrote an article from it, which we then marketed, of course. We had the ebook, we shared it. We kept the recording and we got Dom and the Ralph from our, our side to do a live session where we ran the recording and they were online answering questions in, in the, what you call it, in the chat. And at the end, they were there for a Q&A. So we got ebook coverage and distribution. We got, so we got the copy out of that as well. We got the, the social media live session, which is great for a boost for our social channels. We got a couple of social media posts and I need to get it out on the website as well. That's a repurposing strategy after my own heart. And it was great to hear firsthand just how many of these initiatives like Sarah's repurposing project and Tyler's TikTok strategy contributed to business growth. Edward Ford, demand gen director at Supermetrics, talked about how their approach to capture existing demand helped grow the Supermetrics team from just 10 employees to more than 250 in only three short years. Here's how. When I joined, as I said, we were quite a small company. We were a small marketing team. We didn't have that many resources. So the content strategy and the decisions we made back then were kind of based on that situation. Then over time, it's evolved into many different things. But, but originally, it was built mainly on a sort of demand capture approach. So there's a, there's a lot of demand for supermetrics. Uh, and we noticed that we could see through a lot of keyword research and there's a lot of high intent search terms that people are, are putting into Google that supermetrics can essentially solve. And uh, an example could be if someone is searching for moving Google Analytics data into a spreadsheet. So that's really what we enable. So a lot of our content was built around how-to content at the mid to the bottom of the funnel, trying to acquire this high intent traffic. This demand capture approach isn't unique to Supermetrics. In fact, Sam Schrager, head of marketing and communications at BCB Group, believes a powerful SEO strategy helped contribute to BCB's rapid growth too. I'm pretty proud of our SEO strategy, actually. Yeah. That, that's really good. That's that's the one thing. And I, I'm a, I, I do bang on about it a bit internally, but I'm always happy to sort of share the results on that. And that's always quite exciting just because we're, we're really seeing not only sort of uh, hitting hitting KPIs in terms of uh, position of the keyword ranking on Google page one, but the amount of incoming traffic we see as a result of that is literally month on month going up and up. Our conversion rates are going up. And uh, yeah, that, that just feel, feels really healthy. I think it's really interesting just how much website content and SEO strategies have come up in discussion in this season's episodes. While there are so many new channels to experiment with and find potential success on, it seems SEO is still reigning supreme for a lot of B2B tech businesses. So don't overlook the power of a properly executed SEO strategy. 
just a super quick break from this conversation to let you know that if you're a B2B technology or professional services company and you want help with streamlining your content operations, outsourcing your content repurposing is the number one way to produce more high quality content and boost your ROI without putting any more pressure on your team. In fact, it could save your team up to 30 hours per week. We offer content repurposing services for video and audio content. Whether you have a show or you're launching a brand new one, maybe you have an archive of awesome content, be it webinars or a virtual event, or you want help creating thought leadership content that we can repurpose, we've got you covered. Head to content10x.com to see how we can help you and start increasing your efficiency and the value you get from your content. Now back to the conversation. One of my favorite questions to ask this season was for a top tip for other content marketers. Unsurprisingly, every guest had a different answer. Here are three of my favorites from Content Cal's Director of Growth, Andy Lambert, Gong's Head of Content Strategy, Devin Reed, and Founder of Growth Sprints, Brendan Hufford. Get your story right first. Know, yeah. know your audience intrinsically and focus on the smallest possible audience you can serve. Um, too many people think about serving too many audiences, focus on the smallest possible, get, yeah, and get that story right. That will absolutely resonate. My advice is, and I, and I followed this when I got into content, was I picked one or two things and I went really, really deep and I put all of my energy into it. And I was really confident that if these worked, it would open up new doors to new channels and new things, right? So ours was this research blog and LinkedIn. Those That was it. And they were tied because I would distribute the content through LinkedIn. We just did that over and over and over for a good year. Then, you know, we started, then we started adding video to LinkedIn, right? So it's like, okay, bulking up LinkedIn a little bit more. We're still not on Twitter. I mean, we are very lightly, like, you know, but barely, basically not on Twitter. We're not really on Facebook organically. Um, you know, we're not really on YouTube except for putting our podcast there. Like we don't have a YouTube show. And we'll get there eventually, right? Like you can still be strategic and effective in a couple channels and build an entire content engine around that's really successful and fun to, to build than thinking that you have to have a you know weekly webinar series or, or something like that. Have a spiky point of view, be a little bit pissed off about something. What in the world are we fixing? What sucks? And be a little bit upset and be ready to fix that sort of thing. And write from that point of view, from the, hey, start your blog post with, hey, this sucks. And they will be like, yeah, that does suck. Cool, let's explore fixing it together. All absolutely brilliant advice. And if you want to hear the top takeaways from every season one guest on B2B content strategists, you can watch them all cut together on our YouTube channel. Head to the show notes for a link to that video. Now, after speaking to all of these amazing content marketers, I had a pretty good idea of what marketing campaigns B2B tech brands are investing in right now. But someone who deals with marketing strategies all day, every day is the incredible Anna Harak, senior marketing strategist at our wonderful client, Convince and Convert. And it was a pleasure to ask her what she's seeing really working in B2B right now. Here's her recommendation for the type of content B2B marketers need to be creating. We are definitely recommending that they capture video within their podcasting. A lot of clients aren't necessarily 
fully ready to embrace full video podcasts, which is totally okay. I mean, you know, but it's so important to capture that video and, and have it for social snippets. Um, but that is the direction we would love for people to go just because there's so much opportunity for reuse, right? Like not just syndicating through podcast networks and channels, but also posting it on YouTube and having it on your website. I mean, there's so much extra content and so much opportunity that comes out of podcasting. It's unbelievable. And, and I think just thinking about podcasting in audio only format is really a disservice to how much you're investing and how much you could be reusing that content. I am 100% in alignment with Anna here. Video podcasting is definitely the smart decision for content marketers. And I believe it's the future for B2B brands when it comes to their marketing. Now, this might be the end of season one, but there are more B2B content strategist things to come this year. So make sure you're following Content 10X on social media to find out what they are. And if you're not already following B2B content strategist on your podcast app, then hit that follow button to be the first to find out about season two. Also, just to let you know that at Content 10X, we are a content repurposing agency. So we work with B2B businesses specifically in the technology and also professional services space and we help them to get the absolute most from the content that they are creating. So it's all about maximizing and repurposing your wonderful content. If you would like help with this then please do get in touch. We provide a fully done for you end-to-end content repurposing service for video and podcast content. Whether you have a weekly video podcast, whether you record webinars, perhaps you've hosted a virtual event or you do live streaming, whatever awesome content you're creating, are you getting the most out of it or do you need a little bit of help and some repurposing magic from Content 10X? Well, that's a wrap for season one. It's been absolutely fantastic to bring B2B content strategist to you. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed recording it please do leave a rating and review if you have enjoyed it. And for more information in the meantime, check out the Content 10X podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening and I will catch you in season two. Thanks for listening to this episode of B2B Content Strategist. Do let me know what you thought of our conversation by getting in touch with me on social media. You'll find Content 10X on all the social platforms or search for Amy Woods, CEO of Content 10X on LinkedIn. To find out more about streamlining your content marketing processes and specifically about content repurposing, check out our website, content10x.com where you'll find information and resources that will help you achieve more with your content more efficiently. And if you're looking for a partner to outsource your content repurposing and distribution to, get in touch as we offer a world-class, fully end-to-end, done-for-you content repurposing service. Thanks again for listening to this episode and I'll catch you in the next one.